The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Yeah, we're back 17 minutes past 20 hours this evening. This conversation will take us right through to the top of the hour, so there's plenty of time for the thoughts really to be ventilated. And I say plenty really in quotation marks because there's hardly ever enough time on the platform, most certainly when we are engaging such deep political questions that have a direct bearing as to the strength of my vote and which is more the benefit that my vote ought to get me. But if there is political instability, not least of places in the city of Johannesburg, as we have seen in the last 18 or so months of its term, then it merits a further engagement and a deeper one with the persons closest to it. So in this instance, we have the former MMC for Community Development City of Johannesburg. He's a member of the African Christian Democratic Party. I want to use a word which I hope you engage. One of the minority members in the coalition space in the city of Johannesburg. Uncle Ronald Harris, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SFM, sir. Thank you to you, sir, and uh, to the listeners as well. Appreciate this opportunity. You wrote an article that I have seen, and I really want this to be a con- the basis of the conversation. An article lamenting the woes that have been experienced essentially in the stability of the city of Johannesburg. And you give us a, almost a historical account of the critical instances in this timeline, let's say. But beyond the, the lamentation you offer, you offer you offer just as much solutions as to how we can overcome these challenges, all really occasioned by coalition governments. Of course, if a party gets 50 plus one, that party's in the majority and it gets going with its program without necessarily having to consult too much. In the instances of there not being any one majority party, and again, I'm using the antithetical term to minority majority party, it requires consensus, right? And perhaps that is what a coalition agreement is all about. But it has been hardly anything like that. Certainly, if you look at Tswane and Gauteng, I mean, Tswane and Johannesburg. But give us your thoughts as to what we are talking about. Coalition governments, their strength, the strength of coalition agreements, the challenges embedded therein, and more importantly, the solutions after that. Great. I really appreciate chatting with you. I think just uh, by way of your introduction, let me just say this, that it talks to one of the major ACDP pillars and that is godly governance. But having said that, I think we need to realize that the South African Constitution guarantees any person who has the desire to start a political party to do so. And in the article, you will see, I've quoted some numbers from the IEC, mm-hmm. and they're in excess of 800 political parties registered in, the, in South Africa. Now, when it comes to the city of Johannesburg, we have 18 parties represented there. And the major players, obviously, are the African National Congress, the Democratic Alliance, Action SA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd certainly talk about the EFF because they're topical right now. I talk about the role of the ACDP within that coalition. Mm-hmm. And the coalition, after the November elections of 2021, 20, uh, the coalition agreement was signed, and this document sought to guarantee all these signatories that we would work together for the good of the city of Johannesburg. But once that document was signed, I think there was no commitment to it. The the letter and the spirit of the law were taken figuratively and literally by both, uh, practically all the parties, and I'll, I'll venture to say that the ACDP 
was probably the only party with the Freedom Front Plus who stuck to the letter and the spirit of the agreement. Mm. Because all the other parties were looking at what is the best for themselves. The DA were looking at how could they, they garner the best possible positions for themselves within the coalition. The Patriotic Alliance were looking at saying, well, how do we get power? How do we get access to the, to the resources? So the, right at the very beginning, a comment was made that the alliance, that agreement, wasn't worth the paper that it was written on. And you cannot start an, an, a coalition on that basis. Mm. And I think this talks to how is it that we as political parties need to educate ourselves mm -hmm. in terms of the philosophy and the theory of coalitions because we just can't grab people here and there and look at numbers and on the basis of a calculator decide who sits where and how many numbers because it's all turned out to be a numbers game. Mm -hmm. And the, the essence of what the parties bring to the table has been lost because all of us have uh, promised service delivery. Mm -hmm. All of us said we're going to work for the citizens of Johannesburg. Mm -hmm. But you cannot change mayors and have four different mayors within a short period of time and expect that you're going to be servicing the city of Johannesburg and its citizens. It's impossible. So I think at the end of the day, we needed to say, where are we as political parties philosophically? Where are we emotionally? Where are we on the truth scale? Mm. Where are we uh, in, the, in the arena of dealing honestly with the citizens who put us in those positions in the first place? Now I thank the Lord for the ACDP and the privilege that they had given to me to go and serve. Mm. Our president has been unequivocal that he has signed an agreement and we will stick with the agreement, and that is exactly what the ACDP had done throughout, even though it has cost us the MMC position. Mm -hmm. So we weren't there to, uh, to, to sit on that chair and warm it up. We worked. The ACDP really worked, and I, I, I trust there'd be one or two listeners that maybe would phone in and give us a comment <laughs> about the kind of work that we had done. Listeners, you've got it. 86 2032 Mr. Ronald Harris, former MMC in the city of Johannesburg. And if you're an ACDP supporter or sympathizer, this is as good a time to really talk about uh, your party in glowing terms. And if the opposite is true, the platform is just as available. Let me ask, because I do need to bring in Mr. Ethel Trollope, Chairperson of Action SA in the Eastern Cape province, and a former mayor of Nelson Mandela Metro, who too has also seen the best and worst, I suppose, of a coalition government. And uh, recently in engaging him in Port Elizabeth, he said to me, and I was quite alarmed by that, he had said something to this effect, and Ethel, I will give you an opportunity to speak to this. I'm just going to say this, give Uncle Harris an opportunity to reply, and then, of course, you can have your time with this conversation, the strength of coalition agreements, coalition governments in this country. Mr. Trollope seemed to have thought that or seemed to suggest that by now we are getting to the tail end of the teething problems of coalition governments and coalition agreements and whatever it is called such that come 2024 we would have overcome or a long way in overcoming those challenges i was startled by that only because of what i've seen in the city of johannesburg in the city of tswane as well as in nelson mandela bay itself and i didn't think 
at that micro level, that is going to be any different when the stakes are even higher at national government level. And, and perhaps what are your thoughts on that, given your experience or even just your analysis of the political landscape, after which we go to Mr. Trollope? For me, I think um, I'm, I'm a spiritual personal person, uh, person personally. And I think that at the end of the day, there must be a level of honesty and integrity and honor involved in any of these decisions. So when you go into a coalition agreement, it cannot be on the basis of what is it that my party will get out there. It has to be on the basis mm -hmm. of what will the coalition be able to deliver for the citizens. I don't think we are ready at all in terms of coalitions to understand where how this thing works and what are the dynamics of it because we go in there with very uh, emotionally immature thinking. We go there thinking that we can get the best and we're going to try and get uh, power at all costs, but we're not prepared to look at the spiritual underpinnings of coalitions. All of the, the issues spoken about in terms of integrity, integrity honesty, mm -hmm. accountability, none of that exists. I think we go in there and we'll say, well, we've got the numbers and our numbers are growing, so that's going to give us the capacity to build our, our coalition. It's not about the numbers. Mm. I think it's about a mental approach to where we need to be as a country. And if we are not going to be using our, our bases, the national consciousness, building that national consciousness. National consciousness, national interest. Absolutely. Then we, we lost. If it's purely going to be about numbers, if it's purely going to be about um, how, how many, how many uh, seats I can get at a mayorable, ta uh, mayorable, uh, mayorable committee table, we lost. Mr. Trollope, your thoughts. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back. You did put us to the test and to the challenge. I think we've risen to it, to the T just about when you said we must give outside the party in government and the official opposition space, opportunity and platform to other political parties so that they too can have their views canvassed. I think in having Action SA and SAD, ACDP in one slot somewhat goes a long way in honoring that. Athol, your thoughts. Yeah, thank you. Good evening, uh, Songhezo, and good evening, Councillor Harris, and to your listeners. Look, I just wanted to, um, I have got some ideas of my own, but I wanted to just m respond to a couple of um, of the issues raised by Councillor Harris. First mm. of all, Councillor Harris said that, you know, you require honesty and integrity um, and commonality of purpose in a, for a coalition to be successful, and I couldn't uh, concur more. Uh, and he said that in Johannesburg, the ACDP and the Freedom Front Plus had stuck to the spirit and the provisions of the coalition agreement. The only two parties to have done that. I just want to remind the listeners and perhaps Councillor Harris to say that Action SA in the uh, Johannesburg coalition went so far as to offer to sacrifice two of their mayoral committee positions in order to bring more stability to the caucus, I mean the coalition. They also tried to bring in the IFP and uh, offer them the speakership, which the DA turned down, also to strengthen the coalition. So I think uh, we need to get all the facts together and say that, yes, there have been differences of opinion. And yes, there's been a lot of squabbling and finger pointing. And I think that's one of the big issues in coalitions in South Africa. There's too much finger pointing at each other and not, not enough pointing in the right direction. And uh, we need to see less egos being involved. So 
Let me just give you my ideas because, as you said, I've been involved in a coalition. And my experience when I was uh, involved in the coalition in Nelson Mandela Bay was that the ACDP were an incredibly strong and committed partner, and so were COPE. COPE have proven in the last um, year to be less uh, dependable than they were when uh, I was in Nelson Mandela Bay, and that's really sad to see. But I think it's it's a, it's a sign of the times in that party that I think it's political lifespans coming to an end and the people are battling for the last um, vestiges of power or position. So I think the first thing you've got to do is you've got to find commonality of purpose amongst coalition partners. It doesn't always have to be a commonality of uh, philosophy or ideology. It's just commonality of purpose. And I think Councillor Herron spoke about good governance or godly governance and doing things for the right reason. And I think that's perfect. If you have a coalition and it's all about power and patronage, it will fall apart. And I experienced that. Remember in 2016, the DA uh, went into a cooperation agreement with the EFF. The EFF didn't want to go into a coalition. They said they'd go into a cooperation agreement. And it was disastrous because it was all about, um, you know, negotiating for power and positions and every single decision, whether it was to pass a budget or whether it was to just agree on anything in council, it was a give and take with the EFF and it was completely disastrous. Elections are not auctions. And what coalitions have become is they've become more like an auction where the smaller political parties that are the kingmakers will put themselves up for auction and they'll go to the highest bidder. And that is completely disastrous for any kind of coalition. And you know, the amazing thing is in South Africa, the ANC are renowned for never paying their staff. They've never got any money. They don't pay their bills. But there's always dirty money available in the boot of a car or in a brown envelope or stuffed in a sofa at Palapala. And it's amazing how much patronage is dispensed by the ANC in these coalitions to try and get themselves back into power. And we've seen that manifesting itself in Johannesburg and Chwane recently. So I think that coalitions to be effective, first of all, you've got to find commonality of purpose. Coalitions agreements must be signed in blood by the participating partners. I think those agreements should be made public so that voters can see if their mandate is being honored by the political party that they voted for. Uh, because once voters see that their mandate is being auctioned off, they are going to punish those parties who auction their mandate off big time in the next election. And there must be definitive consequences to non-compliance. You know, I was involved in a coalition with the UDM in Nelson Mandela Bay, and they were appalling partners. And the deputy mayor, Mr. Mungabele Bobani, who's now deceased, was appalling because he never voted with us. And he was also corrupt. And I promised the people of Nelson Mandela that I would stop corruption. And I could hardly fulfill my province, my promise if Bobani, who was sitting next to me, was being corrupt. So after five meetings with my party and with the UDM, neither of those parties did anything definitive about dealing with Mr. Bobani, who'd broken every single provision of the coalition agreement. So I fired him, which precipitated the ult me ultimately losing a vote of no confidence and I was kicked out of government with my amazing mayoral committee. So there have to be consequences and we must be prepared to hold coalition partners feet to the fire mm. who are not fulfilling the mandate or the undertakings made in these coalition agreements. Thank let you, Songhez. Let me engage uh, the, the, the penultimate point that you raised and perhaps you ought to educate us here, please, Mr. Trollope. 
commonality of purpose and, and, and what you said to that, you know, it's not the first time. Perhaps the word coalition might be a recent development in our politics, but where political parties coalesce on certain points and in certain instances, that in and of itself is not new. I mean, the very first democratic government we had at national level was a government of national unity. That had the hallmarks, if you like, of a coalition government, perhaps not of the kind of content and character of today, but it certainly was a coalition of some sort. We had the IFP National Party as well as the ANC certainly represented in the first administration of Madiba. I'm talking about a national cabinet now. We've also had instances beyond the government of national unity still within the executive of the state. Members of Azapo, Mosibudi Mangena, Science and Technology has been a minister. Um, Makwazagamsibi has been in the National Freedom Party, uh, a deputy minister of science and technology. We have seen Martinus van Skalkveik before he crossed the floor. He was a minister in the Zuma administration or the Mbeki administration, one of the two, but certainly Freedom Front Plus. Peter Mulder was a deputy minister for agriculture. In other words, the commonality of purpose distinguished that from what a coalition itself requires or distinguished that to what we have seen in the context of political open, close quote, cooperation where we see bedfellows from those who at the ballot are at least enemies. Yeah, look, Strongezo, I think um, Councillor Harris mentioned uh, godly governance and good governance, and I think that's why Action SA can easily align with uh, the ACDP. We believe that ethical leadership and good governance are core values of our political offering. So that is commonality of purpose as far as I'm concerned. I think some of the examples you gave are fine for a government of national unity, but you know, all those people, whether it's Patricia DeLille or Martinez van Skalpek or Peter Mulder or uh, Mosebeni Mangena, all those people, they, they were not part of a coalition. Uh, that was just an olive branch that was extended by President Mbeki and later Zuma and it was more of a co-option than a coalition. Co-options mm -hmm. are much easier because the ANC have still got a majority. So yes. they've got a bit of largesse and, and some patronage to dish out and give a ministerial post here and an ambassadorship there and so on. That's just um, mm -hmm. literally largesse being dished out. Mm. Coalitions are a bit different because you actually need your coalition partners to coalesce with you so that you can pass budgets and you can govern well and effectively and you can implement a a policy suite mm. that uh, represents the commonality of purpose of a multiple parties. Now, that's often where things start coming apart. You know, parties, some parties might be social Democrats, some party might be more uh, liberal, some parties might be more conservative, some parties might consider themselves, you know, communist. I mean, it's, we've got this amazing situation in South Africa where we have a communist party that's never contested an election, but is heavily overrepresented in the ANC government. So um, I just think that with coalitions, and that's why I don't think what's happened uh, in South Africa in, since 2016, really, where there have been a number of coalitions, I don't think it's all bad. Uh, I think I said to you, Nelson Mandela Bay, what's happening is that South Africans and South African political parties, the serious parties, are busy uh, trialing coalitions. They, they're new to us still. We've got a lot to learn from uh, other parts of the world, especially Europe, I think have handled coalitions really well. I think we are still learning and we're still, you know, sorting the wheat from the chaff and we're sorting 
who we can trust and who we can't trust. There are some political parties that are purely transactional. Uh, I mean, Gayton McKenzie makes no bones about it. He says he'll go where he can get the, the, the biggest chunk of power and patronage. Now, you know, he's unashamed about that. I don't necessarily think that that's a perfect building block for a successful coalition. At least but you know what you get. Of, yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. And I think that's what's happening in the last few months and years in South Africa. We've been trialing these coalitions and we're starting to work out who we can work with and who we can't work with. What I do know for a fact final is that there is, yeah, my final What I do know for a fact is that there is a paucity of leadership currently amongst a number of coalitions, especially in the big metro cities, where there's too much puerile finger pointing between political parties and what voters and the electorate are wanting is for some leadership and leaders to point in a direction that will take the cities forward. And I think we're just waiting for those kind of leaders to come through here. And I think between now and 2024, there will be. Any questions, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Mr. Ronald Harris from the ACDP, former MMC in the city of Johannesburg. He knows what coalition governments are all about. He's now a former, whereas not so long ago he was a member front and center in delivering services in the space of community development. We have a former mayor as well, Ethel Trollope, chairperson of Action SA in the Eastern Cape province and a former mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality. Now, you could say these are two gentlemen who just have sour grapes because they are not where they would have wanted to be. That would not be unfair comment, but as long as if you make it, be prepared to deal with the response from the respective horses' mouths. But at the same time, what are your concerns in relation to coalition governments? What makes you presumably indecisive in relation to how your vote is going to go? Or, if the opposite is true, what makes you so decisive, despite what we are seeing in the political landscape? Is it because it's happening at local government level? It's somewhat different to when you vote at a provincial, I mean, at a national government level as well as provincial. But here are some statistics which surely should keep us awake. The IEC reports that there are some 689 political parties registered nationally, 1,682 registered at municipal level throughout South Africa, and 855 have registered as independent candidates. That surely cannot speak to the ideologies that are available to us to choose from in relation to how we are going to make sure at a socio-economic, socio-political level, this is how to advance South Africa from this deep malaise the country certainly finds itself in. At that point, surely there must be a commonality of purpose, to use the words of Mr. Trollope, in relation to, guys, at some point, let's be honest with ourselves, the honest governance that was made as a point by Mr. Harris here, and, and, and streamline, if you like, to the core issues, where then the core differences are there, plain and bare for all to see. Of course, I could be waffling, and I sometimes do do that. What are your thoughts in relation to this? 86 2032 in response to these points that have been made, what are the great wins or the anxieties of what the points have these gentlemen have made? We are taking your calls. It's 2040 on the other side of the break. It would be nice to go to five straight calls where we can get real content to which the gentlemen shall reply after the break. You are listening to Songezo Mapeke on the Station of the Year. 
Yeah, for four minutes you were listening to advert after advert. How agonizing. Just broken the complete momentum of the show. But that's why we are here, because of adverts. So certainly we do appreciate those sponsors coming on and really ensuring that the viewpoint has some life in it. Let's go back to where we were. The time is 2024. Essentially the question is, do you think SA political parties will get this coalition thing right, if any time soon? That's the broad question. We've got two members of different political spaces, ACDP, certainly around since 1994 and a new kid on the block since 2021 officially anyway on an in-ballot paper no i lie since 2019 ethel take me out of my misery yeah action essay mr trollope former mayor of nelson mandela bay in port elizabeth formerly now mr ronald harris former mmc in the city of johannesburg for community development so these are persons potentially that you could say who are licking their wounds and are just ventilating well if you say that then say it and let them engage you we have callers, Bongani, Mike, Ngonde, Maduna, and Simpiwa. The time is 2045. Please, I'm not going to limit you, but in the next six minutes, all these callers, Bongani, Mike, Ngonde, Maduna, must be done so that our guests can have an opportunity to reply to you. So, Yitya, Ushiele Omnye. Bongani first in Johannesburg. Yes. Uh, one thing that is not going to make the collision works is one. They share a common purpose, current purpose of actually taking out the ANC out of government. But they don't share the common political ideology. And if they don't share the common political ideology, even if they can take out the ANC out of government, the very same parties that are in collusion, in future they are going to destroy one another because they are looking at something that is different. A collusion that works around the world. Remember, in South Africa, we've got about more than 500 political parties that are contesting. And their ideologies, they're different. But those parties that share the same political ideology, if they can collude together so that then they can win voters to themselves, then that's going to work. But the political purpose, common purpose that these political parties are concentrating on is to take us out of this uh, liberation movement, which is the ANC, so that a new government can be instated in South Africa. But now the, we, we still have a problem. Very well. Common political purpose. In a sentence, in a, in, in a phrase, no shared political ideology. Thanks, Bongani, in Johannesburg. Let's go to Cape Town. Mike Newlands. Sure. So, Geza, good evening. Good evening to your guests. First of all, let me just agree with your opening comments about the disappointing situation of having the SANDF out on our speaks. I don't really do think that the ANC has ridden roughshod over our constitution. There's something wrong about that. Uh, coalition politics, I do believe, will work and can work and should work. Unfortunately, in a country like South Africa, where corruption plays such a big part and money, and people go into politics for money, particularly the councillor level, I think is a particular example of that, where, uh, yeah, it's, it's all about money and then getting access to tenders. Unfortunately, every single political party in our country has been a victim to this. You can be bought. Everybody seems to have their price. So, uh, and, and if I look at the ACDP, I can't remember the exact uh, details, but I'd like to ask the ex-councillor there, whatever happened to the two guys that voted with the ANC or sided with the ANC? I thought that was a very sad, and I, I remember Mr. Shreshri saying that he was going to investigate, but I never heard what the outcome was. I'd like to know about that. And then finally, 
um, I think it also comes down to, and in my opinion, this is what it's all about, is the fact we have a const- we don't have constituency-based politics in our country. It means that you, uh, me, uh, everybody else, we cannot vote for the MP that represents us. They are put to us, uh, they're the political party puts them on a list and then we get people foisted onto us who we never elected and so when we have corrupt uh, crooks in the ANC they are put there because but we have no choice so we need to get back to constitutional politics where the people in that area vote in and vote out the member of parliament because that's where it all starts once we get that right everything else will be easy but I do believe coalitions work. Thank you very much Sergei. Thanks indeed Mike. Let's go to Babungonde still in the Cape area. Bautoku. I'll be quick. Um, I do hear that you know according to the ACTP there's got to be values in a coalition for it to work. I do not want to spiritualize this alright. I want to take this up as a fact. At the end of the day, they are about politics, and politics is about power, and by passing power patronages. One problem is men generally have got fragile egos, right? The coalition about egos. But a part of congratulation to Trollip in passing, when he was mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay, I used to like that guy, right? Because the small business in Guadalupe was his brainchild. So that basis is a hype of activity. For coalitions, again in passing, if they can utilize the book, I haven't read the book, by Professor Suzanne Boyson, right? And see what they can gain from there. Because there's got to be a formula somehow. Because I understand these coalitions are working outside, elsewhere. For example, in Germany, perfectly fine, and so forth. Mm. So, they can work even here. I, I don't want the guys, you know, to view this thing without doing some empirical study, right? Where does this thing work? And then, of course, don't touch copy and paste where it works. Contextualize it to South Africa. Can you remember much on it? Mazenetol. Let's go to Maduna. Mtad. Oh, Madonna. Oh, some Nandes is Duke. Please wait. Oh, 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 we can't. Let's go to Simpiwe in Cape Town. <laughs> Simpiwe in Cape Town, let's go. We've lost Simpiwe as well. Mamvui in Parktown North. Yes, thank you, Sanger, for taking my call. How are you? I'm well, ma'am. Yeah, How are you? Yes, you know what? Cross up problem. You know, in like, yeah, Bobanga, because. If uh, uh, a person is in, is in in power in that coalition, and then they don't, they 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 they, 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 they it's about power, it's about control, it's about DA, it's about whatever party, you know, they don't think about the people on the ground. The problem is the arrogance, you know, and, and the pride that people have to serve the party more than the people of this country that are suffering, that have suffered, that continue to suffer because of this arrogance. Short and sweet. Mamvoi, thank you very much. Much appreciated. So there we are. Mamvoi essentially saying that a skunk cannot smell itself. That's what And the arrogance and pride at party level over people is essentially what is at play here. Yeah?
I'm summarizing Babungond as well. Politics is power, power is patronage, particularly rebuking the egotistical nature of men or the fragile egos, something to which um, Mr. Harris has made reference to in relation to the DA here in this coalition government. And perhaps, Ethel, just tell us, please, when I come to you about the success of the thriving business precinct, it certainly does take me back to the days of one Lennox Elsebe when he started many business schemes and agricultural schemes in the former Siskai SI, the Whittlesey, certainly. It was thriving people had work and there certainly was something that was being taken home at the end of each month and people at least the three meals a day philosophy that underpinned those days was around well let's talk about how that could be used more readily and nationwide coalitions can work ultimately what Bungonde says but of course it needs a contextual setup mike he would always use the word corruption but specifically he does refer to corruption at a councillor level and this does dovetail with the report of murani the murani commission of inquiry particularly looking at the violence at municipal level in the kzn area period i mean area and he makes the reference that it's too easy to become a councillor and to be a councillor means access to municipal resources otherwise not due to that person and the fact that you don't need any qualification other than a constituency to be a councillor may very well be the problem if not it is the problem and the suggestion therefore constituency-based politics would work better where somebody's elected by the people and consequently easily removed by the people and the final comment in relation to the calls that have come through so far ubongani says there is no shared ideology and that is the basis of the fragmentation we have one more caller mtata maduna maduna usimele not again please uh, just a second, uh, yes, sir. The whole uh, debate is characterized by the laziness of thinking. In its sense, there is laziness in living the grey matter because if coalitions have suddenly become the order of the day, one would have expected that either party would have sponsored a legislation which dictates how coalitions should operate. Now, you will recall, dear uh, uh, citizens, that uh, we talk about coalitions after people have been elected to power, mm-hmm. which therefore means that there is a binding commonality of peoples. I call it unity in action. It's called the Integrated Development Plan, which requires people to drop their ideologies and to work for the good of the people. Now, all these parties, they've never done that for years, and none of them have ever come up and say, look, seeing that uh, we are drifting apart, why don't we have a legislation? Or let me say, at the level of the local government, let's have a framework, something like a Section 79 committee, whereby there could be a framework even before they, en- they engage into that. So it's such a good show. Thank you so much, Well, certainly, we would have been all the poorer if we did not have you here. I propose to go to Mr. Trollope first. Mr. Trollope, you can take us to 21 hours, and then we will have final comment from Mr. Harris on the other side of the news. I really don't want to break, if you like, in the name of time, all the thoughts that otherwise you would probably enrich us with. You've got four minutes. Uh, thank you very much, Bongani. Um, and, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, Songezo, let me start with Bongani. You know, Bongani uh, used the word collusion. And uh, I think that's precisely where his problem lies. There's a fundamental difference between coalition and collusion. Can I give you what the definition of coalition is? It's a temporary alliance for combined action to form a government or to get rid of a government. 
a collusion is something completely different. It's to cooperate in an unlawful way in order to deceive or to organize advantage over others. So we, I don't want to have anything to do with collusion. That's the ANC's um, territory, to collude with other political parties to get themselves back into power where they've been voted out of power. Coalitions are temporary alliances to combine for combined action to form a government. And I'm very happy to be part of a coalition to form a new government to get rid of the ANC. And then with regard to our electoral system, I couldn't agree more. I think at local government, we have a, a hybrid system where there's provision for proportional representation and direct representation. So you have ward councillors that are elected in their wards, and that's a constituency. And half of the councillors are elected indirectly or proportionately. I think it's time for South Africa to move to the similar system at provincial and national level. And I think you'll have a lot more uh, responsibility and accountability from elected representatives. Then, uh, you know, I, I disagree with, I think it was Utofu who said that politics is all about power. I agree with that. But I disagree where he said it's about patronage as well. Power Politics is not about patronage. Once you make politics about patronage, you end up with things like state capture, where political parties enrich themselves. Politics is about getting into power so you can implement your policies to provide good government and proper service delivery, and parties who do well at that get re-elected. That's what politics is about. And then Umam Vui... That was Togu, by the way. Just, just a slight correction. It was Togu, otherwise Wabungonde, who was engaging that Togu. point. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then Umam um, Vui, Vui was, talking, was talking about arrogance. I, I couldn't agree with her more. You know, there are many coalitions, and I think probably the, the best example of a coalition government that endured for many years was under Angela Merkel. She was the Chancellor of Germany, probably the most successful Chancellor of Germany since 1900. And she had multiple coalition governments, and she had to manage those people, and she was not arrogant. She ma managed them well. She was able to get them to agree with her, even though they came from a diversity of political ideologies. And it's about studying and learning about how successful coalitions work. It's not about self-service or self-enrichment. And I think we've got a long way to go to learn about how to run coalitions better in South Africa. And then lastly, uh, I think the reference to a skunk, <laughs> I think is really uh, very telling. Because here's an example. You asked me to speak about, uh, you know, co coalitions in work and uh, uh, the gentleman said that, you know, he loved the work that I did in Nelson Mandela Bay with uh, uh, providing opportunities for small businesses. That's the responsibility of government. The responsibility of, of government is to provide an environment where small businesses can operate, where there's a reliability of services, electricity, water, roads, um, refuse removal and those kind of things, and also to provide some infrastructure so that businesses can get ahead and help themselves. It's not about the ANC formula of uh, broad-based black economic empowerment where people get access to contracts according to percentages and they get 30% of contracts without ever doing any work or getting into a construction company and getting 30% of the work of the construction company. Doesn't even have a wheelbarrow, <laughs> but gets 30% but gets of a contract and does nothing for it. That's never going to build a country. We need people to understand in order to be successful in business, you need a, 
You need a government that provides an environment where business can flourish. And then you must get up in the morning and you must go to work. Ethel, thank you so much for your time. We won't come back to you, but please do stay tuned. And the conversation, certainly, it's not the end of it. When we had this conversation in PE, it wasn't the end of it. Here we are now. And the conversation certainly does continue. For now, let's suspend it. It's 21 hours. It's time for news with Gimudubi. We are back. It's 2108. Thank you so much for the indulgence, Modupi. I see you, my brother. Thank you so much to all of those who participated in the first hour. I suppose now all that's left to do is for that segment of the show this evening being Can South Africa Make Coalitions Work? Mr. Ronald Harris sponsored, if you like, the debate, and he shall have the privilege to make final representations against everything he has heard this evening and that which from his end remains outstanding. Well, thank you so much. I think your listeners are spot on in terms of their analysis of what is going on. I won't answer all of them. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Ethel Trollope done a great job on doing that. But I want to just touch on what Maduna had said, and that was about thinking, our laziness in thinking. Mm and our poverty in analysis. We have to review legislation to try and understand why is it that we are in the position that we are in. We have to understand why is it that people, over 800 people, would want to start a political party in opposition to the ANC. They haven't started it because they want to support the ANC. I think a lot of them now are saying, well, we, we are in council, so we can, we can see which side is our bread buttered and we can mm-hmm. go for the ANC. And so you have this cleft uh, within the, the council where you have an opposition and where you have a ruling uh, coalition. And, and that does not bode well for the citizens of Johannesburg mm-hmm. because we are constantly fighting with each other to try and, and get to the tro- throne to try and get to the levers of power, where we should be working together, ANC, DA, ACDP, Al Jamaa, all of us working together for the citizens of Johannesburg. After all, you know, when you come to a, a traffic light that's been cut down and you come to a pothole that breaks your, your tires and your rims, you're not going to be asking, hey, was this person an ANC supporter or a, a DA supporter when they done this thing? And no, it doesn't happen that way. Mm. So I think there's a, we, we have to review um, the thinking around our politics and where we're going to. I, I like the idea that we were sharing just now about the Center for Coalition Government Studies. We have to study how the coalitions work overseas. We have to understand why is it that uh, places like Sweden and Italy and India can work so well on coalitions and where is it that we are falling short? Mm. What, is, what are the... the technicalities that we are missing out on. So I believe that um, if you look at the way the coalitions are structured at the moment, um, we can just say that the ACDP has been uh, truthful to their word when we signed that document. We signed it in terms of the letter and the spirit of the document. And we worked right along. And I was absolutely amazed at all of the parties. It's been an absolutely beautiful learning experience to see people coming from different political persuasions trying to work together for the good. However, 
I think there's there's something that we need to be talking about in terms of the studies as well. Yeah. And this is the systematic uh, or the systemic structure of the council because you've got the legislature on the one hand, you have the executive on the other, but then you have this amorphous animal called the administration. And those are the people who sit on your supply chain management uh, boards and committees, and they deliberate and go through the 73 steps that they have put in place before 10 days awarded. Those are the people I think service delivery is being curtailed. But because we have a code of conduct that says a councillor may not get involved in the work of those administrators, nothing ever gets done. Now, if you think about what has happened, we've had this administration for the last 28 years, and the ANC over time has, by CADA deployment and very strategic moves, put in people in strategic places and the, the basis that they have gotten in there is on their capacity to hold a tune and to chant and to dance. But there's no, and I say this with respect to them, there is no skills base that is being put into place. Um, and if you take, for instance, say, for instance, the transport uh, department, <laughs> they, they're supposed to be... National department. No, I'm talking oh, oh. JRA. <laughs> okay. JRA. Yeah. If you look at them, they, they build roads. But they build roads with no stormwater drains. I mean, now, a, a, a light in Standard 9 will be able to tell you, hey, you know what, you have to have a camber and they must, the water must go somewhere. But right now, they, we're sitting in a problem where there's flooding and we can't get it fixed because the roads have to be redone. Now, if you look at those kinds of decisions that are made, so, somebody got a, a, a tender, somebody got... Um, a lovely fat check for doing absolutely nothing. Those are systemic problems that we have to root out and pull out of the by its uh, by the roots and chuck it away. I think at the end of the day, it is our responsibility, all political parties, it is our responsibility to see that the citizen of Johannesburg gets the best possible bang for their ratepayer buck. Uguteta, Guzala, Ogunye, Uguteta, we certainly could go on in this conversation. Uguteta to speak. Ozala gives birth. For more speech. Unfortunately, we have to cut it there. 21.14. Thank you so much to Mr. Ronald Harris, former MMC in the city of Johannesburg, now one of the PR. What's the position now? PR counselor. PR counselor for the ACDP. Personal representative. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for your contributions. I haven't forgotten the voice notes that came for what I introduced to the segment and the show through in relation to what I refer to as the small flickerings of what becomes ultimately a dictatorship. After the break, we shall play those voice notes for you. Please, if there's anything in the last hour and 15 minutes you want to comment on, by no means, go for it and don't be shy to do so. After the break, we continue the conversation. But first, after this short break, the voice notes.